never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's the ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And welcome to our resistance review for episode 2, Triple Dark. Another Resistance Week. Very exciting. Very exciting. So we um, got episode two, mm-hmm. which I mean, technically, technically <laughs> they both episode two and three are already out. Yes. But we're trying to follow the- but They're um, only out for certain people, for people who have the Disney Channel app. So um, that's good to know. Yes. Now we just ended up, I think we uh, recently got Sling. Yes. So that's why we have it now, but we didn't get it till like- the middle of last week, something uh, like that. I don't know. It wasn't yeah, available it was like that Wednesday night. Wednesday or something. Yeah. It was like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say Wednesday. Yeah. So when we noticed it or something, because so, I yeah. think you were told by one of our awesome <laughs> listeners that yeah. uh, that those that were four episodes out. were out actually. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. So yeah. But, so Kristen, first thoughts. Um, it was a good episode. Like I said, I, I've been waiting. I'm on, along for the ride of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of watching, taking it all in, learning all these new characters. Um, still stuck at a lot of their names. Um, <laughs> Same. Yeah. So still working on that. I probably really need to write them all down and put like small descriptions with all of them. <laughs> and also make a map. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it's 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 growing on me. Um, the graphics are still cool. I'm still really pleased with the graphics. The story to me was a little slow, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like a 20 minute episode. Right. Like, you can't expect. And it's still set in. This life changing yeah. event to happen within 20 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. even if, if you sat down and watched the Clone War episodes, like, if you just watched, like, literally one, and then you're like, oh, dang, I have to wait another week to watch the next one, even though mm-hmm. it's already out, like, you'd be the same way. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Anytime we get immersed in the Clone Wars, we're like, episode, give me the next episode. <laughs> give me the next one. Well, another. <laughs> well, and and to your point, so I mean, even with Rebels, it didn't hit its stride till closer to the end of its first season, right? So, and not necessarily that it was a bad show until then. That's not necessarily the case, but it's more of that it just uh, took it a moment to really get into the meat of the story that it was trying to tell. Yes, mm-hmm. I feel like um, sometimes a lot of first seasons kind of not. I want to say I don't want to say flop, mm-hmm. but. They're the lesser favorites because they're trying to set that um, mm-hmm. tone, I guess. Definitely. But. Yeah. Uh, and, and just like I said last week with uh, Resistance versus Rebels, um, I I still like this season better so far, to be honest with you. Um, even this episode, even though it kind of was a little slower um, and really didn't have a whole lot of meat to it, we started getting into the, the spy side of it. And Cass trying to kind of find his place on how he's gonna be a spy and everything, um, which was was pretty hilarious to to, <laughs> to see play out. Um, but I'm liking yes. how this is starting off versus uh, how Rebels um, started off and everything too. Because even though we're setting characters and setting the scene and kind of starting the story, it's still exciting to me. 
um, and everything. And so I think that's what's cool. It kind of reminds me of how, like, Solo, um, when it came out and everything. And, I mean, it's not a galaxy-ending story or the whole fate of the galaxy rests on this one smuggler and his Wookiee. It was fun. It was, it was a fun heist, basically. It was just, it was a lot of fun. And I kind of was reminded of that in this episode. Yeah. It, it felt, it felt like fun. It, there wasn't anything consequential to it. Uh, Kaz was trying to find himself out and everything. And then it was just kind of a good time. Yeah. It was mainly him struggling, um, to be a mechanic that he's never been. He's a pilot. And so. to figure out how to be a spy he's never been as well. Exactly. So that was pretty <laughs> funny too. Um, yeah. Just kind of watch him struggle with that because he's taking on a task that he really doesn't know how to do, but mm-hmm. he's wanting to do something good for like the rebels, essentially. Right. So <laughs> he's just kind of like, "What? How yeah. do I do this?" And then he's kind of having to keep this like um, alter ego, I guess mm-hmm. is the right word I'm looking for. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, where he's like, where he's kind of got um, Tora. Is that her name? The, the pilot? The, oh, mechanic? No. Yes. Tam. Tam. I knew it started with a T. Yeah. Well, that's close, I think. <laughs> yeah. Tam is, Tam is the mechanic that we forgot her name last week. Yes. <laughs> Tam. Yeah. Like T-A-M? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we got Tam who like kind of calls him out. Like she can kind of see right through him. I don't think she understands oh, really what he's doing, mm-hmm. but she definitely knows that he doesn't belong in that mechanic shop. And I think that's pretty funny. I love her no nonsense attitude towards him too, where she like freaking calls him out so many times. She's like, because he's like, oh yeah, I uh, I trained on uh, Coruscant, you know, I was at the, uh, the the ship factory that worked in the shipyard. She's like, you worked at the mechanics, or you learned from the mechanics school, like you went to that school. Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm self-taught, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that works. And she was just kind of like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I like her though. I think she's going to be really cool, and uh, I'm interested to see her place in all this going forward. Because right now she's just kind of the one that kind of ribs on uh, on Kaz and kind of gives him a hard time. And because I mean, just like we had said in last episode, the the fireball is supposed to be hers, according to Yeager. And yeah. now all of a sudden he's giving it to this kid who's just shown up and don't know anything or anything like that. And so I think it'd be really interesting to see kind of where she falls in all this and what happens uh, to her character going forward. Yeah, I can totally agree. Um, And one thing I did notice and I like too is we had, um, oh man, no, not that. What was that kid's name? The one that I referred to as Jar Jar? Niku. Niku. I still feel like that's like a, I don't like that description. <laughs> well, you know, that's what I was about to say. I was actually about oh, okay. to say, I'm not going to recant yeah. it. Because yeah, that first yeah. episode, he definitely came off a little, like... Kind of goofy. Hold up. Yeah. But this this last episode, like, he was very mellow. He had mm-hmm. his, he had a moment where he... Um, he was competent in this episode. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a moment when he was talking with Kaz, and he saw Kaz's trophy, and he was mm-hmm. talking about how, um, how it was important to him. Mm-hmm. And he really cherished it. And then Nico goes on to say <laughs> that he had a, a pet. Yeah. That he loved. And then it died. And then he ate it. And then the rest is 
you can't hear it, children. Just it. <laughs> and it was like he got severe, and then he and then Kaz is like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that scene in The Lion King where um, Timon and Pimba are like, um, when I was a young warthog, <laughs> when he was a young warthog. <laughs> Very nice. I can roam the savannah. I don't even know the words right now. Oh, no. But you know, he gets to the end. He's like, and, uh, and something I saw. Oh. And it got downhearted. All and what did you I... feel? Toomba, not in front of the kids. <laughs> that part. That's what it reminded me of, though, is when, when you get to that part in The Lion King after Makuna, well, around the Miku, not in front of the kids. Exactly. That's that's exactly what it reminded me of, was that Toomba, not in front of the kids. Severe, whoa, I don't want to hear anything else. So that's just like what popped up yeah. in my head when, I, when that part came up. I was just like. I, I still love Niku in this. I, I love the part where he was talking with uh, Kaz and like Kaz was all about, oh, do you know anybody in this first order and uh, what oh, a, yeah. and all this other kind of stuff. Basically, like giving himself away. Um, but he was asking Niku, worst spy ever, right? Uh, but he was asking Niku all these questions, and uh, Niku asked for a certain tool. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but he oh, asked gosh. for a certain tool. Weird. And then tool. Uh, Kaz gave him something, and he used it. And like electrified him and everything. He was like, ah! He, he's like, uh, Kaz, so you remember when I asked for that tool and then you handed me a different tool that wasn't the tool that I just asked for? Can you please hand me the tool that I asked for? <laughs> that was really funny, yes. I, I think mainly it was just because he, Kaz just didn't know because Kaz was not. He a has no idea, yeah. yeah. He has no idea what he's doing. Right. <laughs> no idea. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Kaz acting like he's a spy going through the marketplace. I feel <laughs> I feel like that's what all of us would have done as a kid. Be like, all right, now blend in, and then instantly you're not blending in, <laughs> and you're right. like sneaking around physically and tiptoeing around and all sort of kind of stuff. I mean, he even groped a hammerhead at one point. <laughs> yes, yeah, it definitely reminds me of that. It reminds me of like that. Um. Oh, goodness. I don't even know what it's from, but it, it's on, probably honestly in several shows or movies, but when they're like, at casual, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, stop it, you're the only one whistling. <laughs> like, it's not casual to whistle. <laughs> they start whistling away, like, just act natural, blend in. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious the way that they played that out and everything. It was. Um, because, I mean, it, it speaks to kind of the the inexperience to Kaz. I it think. does. Um, and then how he comes full circle by the end of the episode of, okay, so I get that I'm not actually like actively James Bond on the Colossus. <laughs> it's like it's, there's more to it than that. And Yeager won't even give him the time of day. He's like, mm-hmm, yep. Yep, whatever. Okay. Cool. He really won't. And I think it's because I think I think with the years past, I think he maybe he just doesn't want to get involved because I mm-hmm. think he'll become too in debt in it or whatever, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he'll just be really um tied in. Yeah. I guess. So. Yeah. Um I did find it interesting though that Eager pointed out too when he was talking about uh the resistance and everything because Kaz was like what do you mean it wouldn't be a good idea if I told people I was with the resistance (laughs) so he's like the common person doesn't even know what the resistance is oh wow and I thought that that was really uh, I was kind of like oh 
Goodness. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a Cold War era for the Resistance in First Order, where it's kind of like, you fire first. No, you fire first. Mm-hmm. No, who, who's going to make the first move? You make the first move, because then we look like the good guys and all this other kind of stuff. And so it's kind of like a, a, a tense time between the two. And so I think it's interesting that that's, that's what Yeager pointed out, is that the common person doesn't even know what the Resistance is. So, I don't know. I think it kind of speaks to the state of the galaxy at that point. What do you um, think? No, I agree. And I guess I totally missed that line. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, I, I like this episode, but I don't know. It just didn't draw me in like I really wanted it to. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, overall, it was a good episode. It's still set in the story. like, And I know mm-hmm. that. So, like I said, it's it's like if you watch an episode of Wars, like you're not going to yeah. get everything from that one episode. So, it's, I'm just waiting. Sure, sure. Patient. Um. But it does. It does speak to the galaxy, and that's just a little crazy to me, because I feel like throughout the movies, it's like, <gasps> The Resistance rebels. is kind of a big deal, yeah. <gasps> the Empire. Mm-hmm. <gasps> the Resistance. Like, it's it's everything. Mm-hmm. The First Order, like, everyone knows. Right. So, to fall into this time warp, I guess, in a way, yeah. <laughs> where, like, the Resistance is like, what? what? Like, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Well, it kind of it kind of takes it back to before, like how Star Wars Rebels was. Um, before it was little patches of rebellion all over, and nobody knew that anyone else was rebelling or anything like that until they true. all of a sudden united, and it became a rebellion. That's true. Very true. So that's what it kind of feels like at this point. Um, but on to the the main part of this episode, though. So, uh, Yeager has somebody come in to. Um, Yeager has somebody come into their shop, mm-hmm. uh, needing a rush job to get everything uh, fixed up and everything. His name's Halion. Uh, yes. He's in the Moidians. We find out that he's a spy uh, working for the pirates. <gasps> you gave it away. I gave it away. I know. No drama here. <laughs> um, but he's needing some repairs. And so my thing was, I was kind of wondering because he was really, really rushed to try to get off planet and all this other kind of stuff. But if he was a spy for the pirates, then what was he? What information was he gathering? He was in the garage the whole time. He's like going going to the old change place and sitting in the waiting room and going, ooh, I'm going to get all this information. Right. <laughs> now I know all types of oil they use and their prices. <laughs> They'll never see it coming. I'll take it to the nearest competitor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I honestly feel like that wasn't explained unless I just mm-hmm. missed it. But I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what that goal was. For it, for the pirates, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, or for Halion, because like you said, he was kind of in the uh, mechanic bay, I guess, what you can call it. Yeah. Um, it's like he's waiting in the waiting room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I don't know. I, don't I know really don't know scoping. what. Yeah. I guess the only thing really is establishing is that there was an intention for a man on the inside, I guess, so that maybe somebody wouldn't know that they were coming. So, kind of like, hey, they're unsuspecting now. Let's swoop in and take them. Because if Kaz hadn't got the, uh, if Kaz hadn't got the uh, communicator, then he would have never known really what was happening, or heard him on the communicator. He would have never really known what was going on. I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, right. but essentially, Halion calls in the pirates and yes. um, says something to the effect of uh, about a triple dark, and Kaz is like, "Ooh, what is that?" That sounds spy-like. <laughs> right. So I think he's saying it's like a code word. Right. At Which first, I thought he, is at first, too. Well, yeah, because yeah. you keep hearing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he's, like, sitting outside contemplating, like, mm-hmm. 
life <laughs> or is my life essentially <laughs> um somebody walks by and says something about it being a, um a, there's a storm coming yeah yeah yeah, there's a storm coming, and it's like, it's a triple dark. And he's like, what does that mean? It's the second time I've heard that right. today. He's like, oh, it's a stor- It's a severe storm with low visibility. Yes. And he's like, that. yeah, he's like, well, what, what's up with that? I can I can handle a storm. He's like, oh, well, that's what the pirates used to come in and swoop in. So you never know when the pirates might attack. And then Kaz is like, uh, oh, ding. Right. Just like, <laughs> the light bulb comes on. Literally, I was about to say that. The light bulb came on. Um, Most definitely. So what did you think of the pirates? Uh, we had some interesting characters there. I know one there was like a woman, um, that was piloting one ship. We mm-hmm. could, I really I feel like we couldn't really get a good look at her. She had a pretty big helmet on. Yeah, it kind of had a, a design of like a skiff guard almost, yeah. but it wasn't. Right. Yeah, it was more like uh more metallic, but yeah, it kind of right. had that same kind of design to it. Most definitely. Um, and then we had, um. Uh, What was that guy? I don't remember. I, mean, we, I was just staring at him because I couldn't. <laughs> I didn't understand what was happening with his face. Like he had like long teeth. Oh, um, uh, Craig and Gore. Yeah, but yeah. then he had a few like tentacles come out of his face. A couple looked chopped off. Yeah, so he he's like a, a pretty jacked up uh, Davy Jones. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Craig and Gore. He is the head of that band of pirates, uh, the leader, and he's a Quarren. Oh. Some of his tentacles were chopped off. Um, and he had a like a piercing or something, but yeah, I was looking at him too, and I was like, "What is with those giant teeth?" And then when they got a certain angle on him, everything you can see that he's just kind of like an overweight Quarren <laughs> that's had a couple of tentacles shaved off and everything. He looks like shaved. he's been through something. Shave. We'll call it shaved. <laughs> uh, family friendly. He, he was a close shave. <laughs> um, one thing that I thought was really neat is we actually saw like a pirate stormtrooper yeah um somebody was uh using some empire or like the imperial stormtrooper gear yes they were um looked really dirty mm-hmm. um actually had some like horn like features on the top of the helmet which yeah. was really neat kind of reminded um, me of like a a, a death mirroring kind of like a uh, maul zabrak kind of not, not not quite as many but well, it had a few on its head not quite as many and not yeah. quite as long mm-hmm. um they with, were short yeah yeah they were very short just like tiny little almost like those little stud horns you'd see on like biker helmets just just enough to make you think twice right exactly <laughs> so like what um and this pirate in the stormtrooper gear uh spoke like an alien dialect we didn't yeah. understand and first thought me and danny kind of looked at each other and we we're like was that an ewok because <laughs> like the pitch of his voice and every or or her voice we really don't know but the pitch of its voice was kind of higher yeah and like when it did like a it kind of did like a yell like a woohoo or something like that and it kind of had an ewok kind of texture to it, it. Did. and i was it like please tell me that that's a ewok dressed as a stormtrooper because I mean, that would be absolutely incredible very convenient too <laughs> very convenient we do know that the ewoks <laughs> had plenty of stormtrooper gear mm-hmm. that'd be so, so messed up it really would be but <laughs> wearing the armor of the dinner it just had <laughs> but yeah most yeah pretty much um so I'm I'm excited to see because I really thought that pilot went down mm-hmm. at first. But yeah, it didn't. Um, they, yeah, we were so disappointed because he ends up in the water and it was like, well, crap. Now we'll never know. Right. And then we see at the very end, um, in the big reveal or whatever, that he's still alive. Yes. So yeah. But um, 
It did look kind of tall. He did look a little tall. So, but there are taller Ewoks. We'll They're see. not all like super short, I mean, like uh, like Wicked. Yeah, I mean, could yeah. one of those like camera angles too. You know, could so, be, could we'll be. See. Yeah, I would love that though. A, a, a pirate Ewok wearing stormtrooper armor. <laughs> like you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I mean, you can. I but. mean, somebody did. <laughs> I mean, at some point, somebody was like, "Dude, this would be amazing," <laughs> and they did it. But so. I, we went to look for uh, the Star Wars shows buckets list, uh, the after show, and we couldn't find it. So no confirmation on whether or not it is or isn't. But we are holding out for Team Stormtrooper Ewok. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be absolutely amazing. Yes, I agree. Um, so other than that, I don't think there was any other pirates that really stood out to me. Design-wise, um, I don't think so. No. The ships look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the graphics overall are still cool. And, guys, we got to see a few more of our pilots. Yay! We, um, Team Aces got called out. Well, I don't know if they actually really said, Team Ace! They no. kind of, <laughs> they kind of like yelled like all pilots. Yeah. Come to the, I don't know, they said something on the lines mm-hmm. of like, we need you! Like all, yeah, help us please! <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. They they worded it much nicer, but yeah. I, I cannot recall. So sorry. <laughs> Um, so we got to see a few of them again, which I know Tora is one that we've seen before already. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in the first episode. Yeah, so she hopped in. Um, we have Hype, who we actually have seen already as well. Uh, we saw him, we've seen him on a billboard. Well, not actually in person or in, in action yet. Um, he hasn't spoken or anything really. It was just all the advertisements. Because like every two seconds on the first episode, it was Hype Phazon. Says this for such and such advertisement. Well, we got to watch him fly around because he was the race that uh, that You're he right. watched. Yeah, that uh, Kaz watched, and then that's he right, got to he was okay. So we got to see him. We didn't really get to see him interact other than his little race, and I think mm-hmm. he hopped out and did some little like woo or something like okay. that. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Forgettable moments. <laughs> but yes, we did see a little bit of hype, not much, mm-hmm. not much at all. Um, and then we have. Bo. Yes, Smoke Evil. Yes. Who is our Keldor pilot that we know nothing about. Yes. Other than that he's kind of more of a stunt pilot and crashes a lot from what they said in the uh, extended look. Mm, so waiting to get more of that information because we didn't get much. We just got those looks. Absolutely. And then we got uh, Freya. Yes, Freya Fenris. Yes, who is our like Mandalorian. We don't know if she's well, a Mandalorian yet, but I, I'm banking on that. I'm banking on that. We're theorizing. Yeah. Um, it was funny, as she went to go jump in her little ship, I looked over at Danny, I was like, she looked very Power Rangerous. <laughs> like, she looked kind of like a Power Rangers for yeah. a second. Um, once she took off and stuff, like, they didn't yeah. really look, it was just that quick graphic of her, like, mm-hmm. hopping into that. Um, but I'm excited about her, too, because she's one that's, like, she has, like, a an accent. Yes. Of some sort. It's kind of like a, like a, a Russian kind of accent is what it sounded like Almost to me. Almost Dutch, but oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's a very, a very hard accent. It's a very yeah, harsh accent. I don't know if Dutch yeah. even really makes sense, honestly. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. Like, obviously, we play a, a fun game that has to do with accents sometimes, <laughs> and uh, I suck at it sometimes. <laughs> um, but I don't know. By her, by her name, though, I'm kind of banking on... Um, her being a Mandal- or having a Mandalorian background, I think that would be really cool. Um, but I mean, we kind of just love all things Mandalorian, so it's like, oh, I really hope it's Mandalorian. I mean, we did the same thing with um, oh, his name escapes me right now. Um, the bad guy from Solo. Oh yeah, uh, scratchy face. Scratchy face. <laughs> 
<laughs> Scar. <laughs> Scar. <laughs> uh, sure. I don't know why I can't remember his name right now, but um, Paul Bettany's character. But yeah, but I mean, we kind of did the same thing with him where it was kind of like, ooh, it does sound Mandalorian. It might be Mandalorian, and it wasn't <laughs> Mandalorian at all. <laughs> it wasn't. So, well, yeah. The thing that got us too with Solo is he actually had um, Mandalorian... Armor. armor yeah and so well i know i theorized i think more so that he killed a mandalorian because mm-hmm. i mean why else would you i mean well i guess there's many reasons why you could take somebody's armor but like being part of the crimson dawn and being a part of a crime syndicate that owns mandalore yeah there's that there's that yeah there's that there's that yes there's that um so yeah so i don't know i think it would be really really cool if she was mandalorian um Seeing a Keldor in action for the uh, for the first time, other than did you find the name? Yeah. What's the name? Dryden Voss. Yes, Dryden Voss. Why did I forget that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't forget anything. I'm just kidding. I forget everything. Oh, um, no, <laughs> Solo is trending a 7.0 out of 10 on oh. IMDb today. <laughs> just kidding. It's not one of those things that changes daily, but um, but yeah, but yeah, Dryden Voss. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm just I'm really excited to see this this assortment of team in, in place. In all honesty, the way that they took off and the way that like they jumped in their ships real quick and all that kind of stuff, I kind of wanted them to turn into like one big giant robot, like five <laughs> tiny lions to become a giant robot. Oh I can't even, I can't even stand you right now. <laughs> um, but that's how it kind of felt. And I don't know. It was really cool. Um, I mean, it goes back to, again, like the, the story of Kaz figuring out how he's a spy or how he's not a spy, whatever. Um, that was really cool and kind of finding himself. It was, it was cute. It was funny. Um, but I really, again, the, the, the flight sequences and the, 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 uh, fighting in the air and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I love it. Yes. I cannot get enough of it. It looks so cool. So I'm hoping soon we'll get like one, at least, I'm sure we'll get many, but I'm just waiting for that one episode that's like mostly flying. Oh, yes. So that we can get all those good graphics. It's an all out battle. Yes. Because yeah. that'd be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Um, I, I'm just, I'm really excited to see what comes out of this show. Because um, even though, like, we haven't gotten a just floored episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't think the last of this episode was a little floored? Oh, the last of this episode was really funny. I mean, I mean, full episode. So from start to finish on the edge of your seat, kind of oh, stuff like that. Gotcha. Twilight, Twilight of the Apprentice level kind of thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, gotcha. you're all in the whole time. But again, the story is just starting. So right. it's not expected, you know? Right. Um, but no, the, the flight sequences have been stellar. Like, yes. Really great. Really fun. Very, mm-hmm. very, very. Um. So, closer to the end of this episode, we get a look at a couple different people. Um, one we've seen before, actually, which is the, our, our major Von Reg, our red tie pilot. Ooh, yes. Um, we hear him speak for the first time. Yes, we do. So, we got to see him in episode one, um, very beginning. Mm-hmm. One very end. <laughs> in both. Yep. Opening and closing sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time, our red tie pilot was standing next to no other... Captain Phasma? Yes. I, I said that Our very favorite. questioning because I wasn't sure if she was technically captain at this point. She is. She okay. Is, yeah. Yes, yeah, sitting next she, to Captain Phasma. Woo woo. Who is still alive. Our favorite chrome dome. No, she's definitely alive here, but Yeah. This is this is before she's resurrected twice. I know, but maybe I say, this is like I the say way... twice because I'm 
fully expecting it for episode nine at this point. <laughs> what yeah. if what if we're gonna get like a lot of Captain Phasma in this and we're gonna learn that Captain Phasma is like mostly a robot and that's why she keeps coming back. <laughs> like it's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> the only thing that's like not super robotic about her is her face. And that's why we always see just her face. Yeah. But we've never seen her legs. Or her arms. <laughs> No, I don't think she's a droid. <laughs> but I, I'm Phasma down. Phasma bot. Phasma bot. <laughs> but I'm, Phasma I'm down bot. with like a Terminator level Phasma returning in episode nine. Like she's done messed up. She's out for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I th- <laughs> in all seriousness, <laughs> if there is a thing in Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> there's not, not but sure. yeah, so her and Von Reg at the very end, and we learn. I, uh, I I feel like it's a major re- revelation, but I think it's more of just a a big story point that uh, the First Order is employing pirates to do their bidding. Does that really surprise you, though? It doesn't. It doesn't. But it, it lends to that Cold War, like what we were talking about earlier, where it's like who kind of like uh like Poe in Force Awakens, who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. Right. Like I mean, who shoots first? <laughs> but it makes sense because I mean, at this point, the First Order is. They're building themselves. So mm-hmm. why would they um why would they go out and do their own bidding at mm-hmm. this point? Like they're in the process Risk of Risk exposure, yeah. Yes. They're they're kind of hiding. And even though like there's been talk and uh kind and, of whispers of yeah, the first and, order sweeping through places, yeah. Right, and Poe already has this idea that they're what they're doing. So I mean it's not a secret at this point, I guess, technically, mm-hmm. but like it's like they, they just haven't been seen yet. So mm-hmm. they're still trying to hide. So they're doing, you know, they're getting other people to do their bidding. Just kind of like how in most shows and movies, you know, there's like a really rich guy. They always pay some lowly felon to be their hitman or mm-hmm. something or be their, their runner for something. You know what I mean? It's the right. same concept. Like, yeah. like, I'm not going to get my hands dirty. I don't need to take out the trash. You take it out for me. Right, exactly. <laughs> and who better yeah. do it than pirates who want money? Right. Like, pirates do Anything for money. Mm-hmm. So, just makes sense, y'all. And, and I agree with you. I think that it is interesting that seeing them employ pirates and stuff like that, it's not surprising. Um, at the same time, though, it's almost kind of like you're getting your uh, beginnings of the First Order. Like you were talking about, um, I think it was in our last Resistance uh, review, um, where you were talking about how you wanted to see the beginnings and how they formed and stuff like that. So, it's not quite the origin story, but we're seeing them kind of gather up strength. Um, and gather up control yeah. because I wonder if they're they will eventually use the pirates as a uh, come like they'll come in and be like well we are your saviors and save like them from the yeah save them from the pirates that they employed to cause havoc and chaos and stuff like that on the Colossus because from what I understand the Colossus is a large fuel depot so it would be a legitimate and strong resource for either the First Order or the Resistance whoever would have control of it. Mm, that's true and so maybe maybe just explain the whole series spoiler alert <laughs> like maybe that's why poe feels like it's important to send kaz there mm-hmm. because there's a first order spy right so maybe that first order spy is doing exactly that mm-hmm. stirring up the pot out, and, yeah figuring out who's this who's that mm-hmm. you know what would be the best tactic for taking over you know what i mean like mm-hmm. maybe he's building his own little army right there in front of 
everybody and yeah. no one even notices well and the separatists did the same thing in the clone wars dooku would always show up like i think there was one that was actual a peaceful planet there wasn't war or fighting or anything like that he came and he was like well we offer you protection well we don't want it too bad we offer you protection and you'll accept it so now you are under separatist control and stuff like that so it kind of feels like that's what the first order is or might be doing maybe or maybe just a way to keep it out of the resistance hands because at this point yeah. like well, what would be the other point in having pirates constantly attack this platform, you know? Because, I mean, it is a, a important resource, obviously. Fuel is, is something that's a, a very important mm. to both the Resistance and First Order. Right. So, overall, why send a group of pirates to constantly try to blow up your greatest resource? It's true. I don't know. We'll have to so, yeah, keep, that would be um, interesting. We'll have to keep watching. Of course. Stay tuned, boys and girls. You'll find out later. <laughs> so, yeah. So, overall, I enjoyed this episode. I did, too. Um, again, the, the flight sequences and stuff were, were stellar. I, I, I love the way they look. Um, I love that uh, Craig and Gore's ship, um, I didn't bring this up earlier, but it's a, uh, like, converted Imperial, um, like, landing craft. Like, what uh, Luke and Han and Leia, all them, they take to Endor yes. on, uh, in Return of the Jedi. So I thought that was really cool because all he did was just cut off the top fin and then add two small ones next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's an imperial landing craft, so right. I think that's really cool. Um, but just the kind of the creativity and like that you see the the remnants of the empire in different things, like the stormtrooper, uh, the stormtrooper armor, the different designs in the ships and everything. It's almost like they just salvaged what they could, and this is who we are now. Right. Well, even the um, even the pilot that's part of the Aces mm-hmm. too. He's like a. Oh uh, yeah, Griff Halloran. Yeah, yeah it's a converted tie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we're seeing a lot of, um, a lot of things mm-hmm. that come up after the war, and they're all. It's like, like relics being, of the, of, a, of an old yeah, war gone by. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, I thought I was trying to like get out, but I just couldn't word it the way. But you just worded it so perfectly. Thank you. <laughs> yes, relics. Like, yeah. We're just seeing little tidbits of pieces of of mm-hmm. the empire, like still. Yeah. There, whether it be like ships, armor, like whatever. Yeah. So. I think it's really cool. I'm really digging the the feel of of the world as we see it now and everything and where everything's going. Um, I'm really excited to get to episode three and uh, yes. beyond that. Yes, I am too, Danny. Um, do you have anything else to add? I do wrap not. Up? Okay. I, I do not. How about you? Nope. Nope. Good. I'm good. Good episode. Um, recommend that you go watch it if you haven't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I guess this wraps up our resistance review for episode two, Triple Dark. Yes. Um, so thanks everyone for listening or watching. Another episode of Castle Run Weekly. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please make sure you go and rate and review us on iTunes. Um, leave us a five-star review and we will read it on one of our future episodes. Absolutely will. Might need to slide into our DMs, let you know you left one. <laughs> Some reason we don't get notified. We're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> so just hit us up just in case. Um, maybe just be like, go check out that Toonzy. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't use those words. <laughs> please call it Toonzy. <laughs> <laughs> it will make my week. Please call it Tuesday. <laughs> um, and also, guys, you can find us on social media at Castle Run Weekly. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tweet, tweet. Um, and also, we have a website, CastleRunWeekly.com. 
where you can find us there. Absolutely. So not only go leave us a five-star review, but go follow us if you're not. Yeah, and there's a snazzy little thing on our website where you can go and uh, send us episode suggestions and comments on the show and things like that. Um, things you want to see in the future, things you have yet to see that we should have said or anything like that. <laughs> However you want to put that, just be kind. but we we would love to hear from you guys we love hearing from you guys every day um i I think i said it in the last few episodes but you guys are what makes this fun right Uh, we have a blast talking about star wars and it's even more fun because we get to talk about it with you yes um so definitely leave us a review uh, drop us an email through our website kesselrunweekly.com and yeah yeah so cool guys and so Again, thank you for listening or watching, and until next time, my name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the Force be with you. Always.